Hey, 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 you know me. It's Dr. Cheryl Bryant-Bruce, MD, the Celebrity Doc. And I am here with my show host, my co-host, the fabulous Hisham Helmati, Hurricane H. And we are here with, again, another fascinating guest, Angelica Robles. Angelica has been places that most of us will never see in situations that most of us can't even begin to imagine. And I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about herself, and then I'll share with you where we're going with this show. Hi, everyone. It's a privilege and an honor to be here. So my name is Angelica Robles. I'm a former undercover agent, Forbes published, international bestselling author, motivational speaker, and mindset coach. I have been interrogating drug dealers, killers, murderers, the scum of the earth for the last 18 years. What a job. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. So you have dealt with some really difficult characters doing some really horrendous things. And you have come through this safely. Now, hopefully most of us are not going to be in that situation, but on today's show, I would like to talk about how people can maintain their personal safety and the safety of their, their families. Yes. So we can talk about different levels of safety, right? So we can talk about safety at home, we can mm -hmm. talk about safety outside. We can talk about uh, digital safety, which is a big one. The big and one now. Yes, digital safety. A lot of people don't realize the digital safety and the identity fraud and the scammers and the hackers are an all-time high right now. So mm -hmm. we can talk about uh, those different levels. So there's, you know, there's the physical, and then there's the cyber, and then there's the actual your your home. So your safe place. So you just tell me where you want to start. <laughs> well, I think I want to start with digital safety because, okay. you know, I mean, you know, we're, we're on the internet here and, and it's, this is what we do, but the internet has become such a big part of our lives and such an intrusive part of our lives. How much intrusion really is there? Yes, it's huge. I think we live in an era that is dominated by online, online profiles and online lifestyles. Mm -hmm. And everybody is obsessed with posting. We post yes. our food, we post our places, we post our every single move. So much so that we don't even need to be out there in the streets following you. All we have to do is follow your phone, follow your pings, we can follow your your Instagram, where you're going, where where you frequent, who your friends are. I mean, mm -hmm. you people are giving us an insight on their entire lives, where you work, where you eat. So the first thing that I always tell people is never post in real time. Never, never post in real time. Never post your kids' schools. I know a lot of people are like, yay, look at my kids. Never post your kids' schools. Never post pictures of your car with your license plate showing. 
a lot of things that people don't think about. That's a good one. I hadn't even thought about that one, obviously. Yes. And then people also like to flex and they will post their brand new bags. They will post their brand new red bottoms their fancy watches. Look at what happened to Kim Kardashian. Somebody that has a lot of money to be able to take care of herself and look at what happened with her. She was posting diamonds and how she was moving, where she was, where they were staying. And a lot of that has to do with your digital safety. You know, mm -hmm. always post afterwards, maybe even a day later of mm -hmm. where you're at. But I think we are so innated and we are so obsessed with look at me, look at me, where I'm at, what I'm doing. So digital safety is everything. I mean, now you, we can steal credit card information from the, from the pump, from the pump at the gas pump. So. Oh yeah. I've seen, I, I've seen some of those you know, skimmers that you actually you know, throw in there and you know, some, some people have cameras, you know, they just take a snapshot from a distance and you well, really can yeah. zoom in. Yeah. yeah. And right. you have those, those fake covers that people, you yes. know what I mean? That's, that's happening. Well, you did yeah. mention something, Angelica, that is, that is uh, we post a lot. And one of the common things we post now is our birthdays, mm. which which is the 50% of your identification is your birthday because everything, your you birthday. know, it's about your birthday and your social, right? And then there's other ways they can get the social. So so now you're already given half, your location, your address, your name. They, they know everything about you. So all they need is a little bit more and it's done. And they can actually track you. As you said, they can tap into your phone. Now we have those wallets and... There's so many things that's very easily, you know. Uh, well, you know. the crazy thing is, is we post in real time and we we are giving the world the keys to our routines. Right. So I know that Dr. Cheryl leaves her house at eight o'clock because she's having her coffee at nine o'clock. So guess what? She's not at home from nine to five because she's seeing patient, patients. So this is the best time for me to go break into her house. Mm-hmm. Oh, we for vacation. Oh, we're we're going away. <laughs> that means the house is not working. I mean, and by the way, uh, you know this. I, I know for a fact they can dismantle your Wi-Fi. Therefore, your camera and all your alarm can all, also all that stuff. All that stuff. Yeah, we can. We I say we right. <laughs> well, you, you, you as an enforcer, but but yes, the technology yeah, exists. Uh, they can hack into your baby cameras. They anything that has a Wi-Fi connection can be hacked into. Anything that has an IP address can be tracked. This is why people don't realize that. So, you know, I worked for the government for many years. My cell phone has a VPN. My computers mm -hmm. have VPNs. And for those that don't know what VPNs are, you can switch your VPNs so it looks like you're in Dallas when you're really in California. Uh -huh. So that's one of the things that I always tell people, invest in a VPN. You can get one online, you can get an app, and it, it will secure your phone and your laptop and your, you know, your MacBooks or whatever it is you have. But another thing I'm going to tell you guys, and you guys are going to hate this. Okay, you ready? Okay. Don't have your passwords to your life saved on everything. I know you guys are going to hate me for this. <laughs> you lose your phone or if you lose your macbook guess what a hacker can just go in so easily and take everything bank account numbers social security numbers everything is on everything is in your phone 
because we have the password saved. And I know you guys are going to hate me for it because it's like, oh, that's so inconvenient until it happens to you and you right. are, your identity gets stolen. And then now you got to deal with the credit and the accounts that are being open and all that stuff. But and that's the real inconvenient part. That's the real inconvenient part. Yeah. Well, well, there uh, two a couple of things. One, I think you know, for, for VPN is definitely. I have VPN on my phone, and uh, by the way, some some of the phone companies they do provide VPN services. Yeah, that's yeah, that's already do, there. Yeah. You just gotta like activate it, and it's there. So, you, like, yeah, yeah. If you're not on my contact list, you call right now. It's just gonna drop you. At least I put you as a contact. You know, you you. you right. When I, and my rule is this: if you want me, really want me, leave a voicemail. I call you back. Then I add right. you. But but right. you're right. So that's one. And also, your location is always you know moving. Uh, you can you can be in Europe while you're in the states and vice versa. So it doesn't matter. You just select the location, and you're never going to be close enough. And then the other thing you talk about passwords. There is password vaults where you can actually you know have those things also digitized and and, and covered. So there's a lot of ways. Are those but, safe though? It's 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 safe to an extent, right? Because well, yeah, that, yeah, of course. Yeah, like let me tell you this. Okay, this is this is going to be really funny. Right now, all the hackers are kids that are coming out of college that are like in their 20s, okay? Mm -hmm. So these kids were born in an era that are they know the new digital world. All, all, a lot of the hackers, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the black hat hackers or yeah, they're, they're young, right? So they actually don't know the older stuff like DOS. So when I was working for the government, we still had government documents on DOS computers because the hackers couldn't hack into it because they, they didn't know, you know, the tab where you had to hit the enter. They, they weren't even alive when we had that. And, you know, we still use fax machines, like actual telephone fax machines, because guess what? Uh, if they're non-digital and they're going on a landline, you can't hack into that. But if uh -huh. you have a digital fax, you can hack into that. So, and here's another thing, God, people are so gullible. Don't click on, don't click on anything. Don't click on, hey, you want a free $100 Walmart gift card. That's all phishing. It's all these phishing emails and, you know, this engineering that is done to entice you. Like, hey, you want two free tickets to so-and-so. Then you click and guess what? You got virus. And now they've infiltrated into your phone or to your computer. Everybody's mm -hmm. so gullible. And then they start clicking be you know, you have to look at the email. Where is it coming from? Is there discrepancies? But oh, you, I, we get them. I've had one for, for literally. It says FBI. I had another one that's Facebook. I had one, and and they look legit. But when you look at the logo, you look at the actual, uh, uh, like the grammar, you know, of of the text. You know, you'll find errors which typically companies would not do. I mean, mm -hmm. there's so many of those, and you're right. I mean, yeah, I'll it, tell it, you a crazy. Yeah, I'll tell you a crazy story. One of my friends. Uh, applied for a $5,000 loan through a legit company. It was called like um, um, Amer America Recovery or something. I don't know what it was, mm -hmm. but he went online and did the entire application. That website ended up being fraudulent. These guys liquidated his entire bank accounts. Not just that, because now they had all of his identity, his social security number, and then get this, they had voice memos they were able to use AI to call some of his creditors his and, and his voice and draft back payments that he had made for like his car payment. 
So I think they got away with like $8,200. And here's the thing. Nobody could do anything. The bank couldn't do anything. The cops couldn't do anything because it was untraceable. I mean, they played, they played the, the videos, you know, cause, cause now, you know, your voices are, are videotaped. Yeah. They played it. They're like, it sounds just like you, mm-hmm. but it was, a, it was AI. You could. I mean, there's applications, AI apps now that can have your face, your visual, everything, and it's not you. I mean, someone can literally scan you from. Again, we're in this. We're in a video right now. Somebody can really do a scan of us, and and be. Uh, and you have deep fakes, you know, with the voice, exactly. you know, activation that you can have with AI. And I actually I tested it. The app, you know, gives you prompts and you say a couple of words, and then it recognizes your patterns. And basically, now you have your voice, and they can put any speech, you know, any text to to speech, and it's you really. And the voice, yeah, will the recognize. digital world is it's, it's crazy. Like I think everybody has gotten hacked at some at some level, it, and it just happens. You think we we think that we are safe, but we're not. And and you know, there's so many things that you can get hacked into nowadays because our entire lives are are part of this digital world, you know, like the Netflix accounts where people are using your Netflix account and there's like, who else is watching it? <laughs> and it's right. like, there's other people watching it. I mean, just stuff like that. It's, it's incredible. So, well, right. right. And then, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say one thing about, you know, this happened to a friend, my best friend, literally, and this is something not digital, but it happened. Now he's he was old school. He still used like he wrote an actual physical check and put it in a mailbox, and he put that little thing up, right? And there are actually people today that go around neighborhoods, and if you have that, they'll go and take your mail, and they took right. the check, you know, literally washed it out, changed the name and everything, and they have they actually cashed the check, you know, with with his money, and he had to fight, you know, for a couple of months with police and everything to actually get some of that stuff. And this is not even the digital one. This is just, you know, drive around the neighborhood. And this is current. I mean, so don't write checks. Don't write anything. Don't have signatures and stuff. and Put it in the mailbox because that's also subject to to anything. It's amazing. Yeah. And then to go go on it with that, okay? You know, the Amazon guys, everybody has ring cameras. The ring cameras are not stopping everybody in the holidays stealing your packages at all. Because if if you... Amazon doesn't care. They're going to leave your package there because that's their job. But it's like, then you have, you know, you're at work. So you're, you know, every, their neighbors are at work. So, you know, you have those, those Amazon, you know, thieves that come around and then they just take all the boxes and nobody can do anything about it. So now this is when you have the people that invest in those big bear boxes that you open and then you put your packages there and you close. And I've seen it a lot in California. Yeah. Yeah. How many people are going to invest in that, you know? So absolutely. Well, one of the things that I can um, think of in terms of um, digital uh, kind of stuff or telephone kind of stuff, uh, someone sent me over, I think it might've been on Instagram that I got it, or it may have been a text, but they were saying with this new update on the phone that your phone is wide open. So every time you pass somebody, they can access your phone and it's 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 set so that's on automatic and if you don't turn it off you're basically anybody in the world has just full access yeah. it's to, like the to airdrop it's you know yeah. so you, you have, have to go airdrop. in and turn that airdrop off only contact absolutely absolutely um one of the questions that i have and i think i know the answer to this but i'm going to ask it anyway because it just kind of makes sense to me 
Um, you know, we're living in a digital world. I live in a smart apartment now. And so, you know, all of this technology is supposed to talk to each other, do, do stuff. And, you know, everyone that has a car and a garage generally has a garage door opener. How hard is it to use those garage door openers? I mean, if you if you get onto that frequency, how hard is it to get onto that frequency, use the garage door opener and get into somebody's home? That's easy. That's very easy. I, in fact, the easiest way to get into somebody's house is through the garage. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, the garage door, once you deactivate it from the sides, if you don't have it padlocked in, in the middle, which a lot of people don't because they got to mm -hmm. get up and go to work, mm -hmm. that's the easiest way to get in. And, you know, forget the windows. You mm -hmm. know, there's there's so many ways to infiltrate a house. So now if you, if you want to lead into the house, mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you this that I learned being in the undercover world. People don't close their windows, one. Two, they leave back doors open all the time. Okay. It's almost like you're inviting, you're inviting us to come to your house. I remember I had a friend and she said, go ahead, break into my house. I broke into her house so easily. And I was in her bed looking at her. I'm like, Hey, what's up? And she was mortified. Uh, she was like, how did you get in? And I said, you left one of the side doors open and one of the windows was open. Uh, so all I did was I lifted the window. I took the screen off and I got in. Wow. So, but this is a big, big trick that I learned. There's levels of security. Okay. So for instance, you have to have at least three levels or three barriers as how we call it in the government. Your front door is barrier one. Mm -hmm. Don't sleep with your, with your, with your bedroom door open because you're eliminating a barrier Barriers are how many obstacles is there to get to you? Okay. To because the more barriers that you have, the more time you have to wake up and be prepared for the intruder. The less barriers that you have, the, the less time that you have. So for instance, front door is barrier one. If you have a dog, that's considered barrier two. If your bedroom door is locked, that's barrier three. Mm -hmm. So somebody gets in, dog barks, then they got to open your door. Mm -hmm. By that time, the dog already alerted you that you're up, right? But if you have a security system, that becomes another barrier because most likely it will go off unless they dis disable it. And if they disable it, you're dealing with some serious people that want to hurt you. And then mm. that's when the physical barriers then come into play because now they have to maneuver through your house. Most likely they already have a blueprint of your house, so they know where they need to go, but they still have to take down your door. So that gives you time for you to have your gun or whatever it is you're going to be trying to fight these people off with. And mm -hmm. a lot of people don't think of that. There's people mm -hmm. that go to bed with their doors open, front doors open. They're so trustworthy of people. And then, of course, you sleep with your bedroom door open because you never think that anything is going to happen to you. So what about parents who sleep with the bedroom door open so they can hear the children? What is your advice to them? I think it all depends. Nowadays, everybody has cameras. Everybody has cameras to watch the babies. 
Everybody mm-hmm. has cameras to watch the kids playing in the playroom, but you're posing yourself in the fact that that camera can get hacked. So then yeah. you don't want pedophiles watching your kids play because that does right. happen. That's another thing right. that does happen. So you just, as a parent, you just need to be vigilant of everything, what your kids are watching, listening to, playing with, who they're talking to at school. So, you know, I work with human traffickers. So, okay. So let's talk, let's talk about that because all of these kids, even the little teenies, have access to the internet now and they have cell phones. How do you keep kids? safe i mean even if you're even if you've got a little teeny one and you've got parent controls on their phone the minute they step out the door to someone else's house they have the full access right. how do you keep your kids safe you just you just have to be old school you know we grew up in an era where we didn't have phones we didn't have instagram we didn't have facebook we didn't have tablets you know we were either outside playing we could have been taken outside or yeah. i mean we were watching tv but you just have to be vigilant as a parent. You have to be vigilant. You know, I live in Houston. Houston is number three in human trafficking. So mm-hmm. I never take my kids to the grocery store. Never. Mm-hmm. And if I do, I put them inside the cart because mm-hmm. guess what? Seriously, you could put the groceries under the cart or around the kids, but nobody, people are less reluctant to take kids that are in a cart because it's more work. But, you know, you got parents that are looking at this and the kids are running around. They can just take that kid and you never know and stick them in a car because that's what does happen in Houston. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's it's crazy to think that way. But coming from this background that I have and, and because I see it and I see the type of kids they take and the age range and where they take them from. It's it's places. Tell us. What type of kids do they take and what are the age ranges that they're usually taking? So, yeah, so the, the most sought off range, the most sought off after uh, age is 11. And mm-hmm. the reason why 11 is the most sought after is because an 11 year old is not a baby and it's mm-hmm. not a teenager yet. So it's still mm-hmm. a child. So yes. I know this sounds crazy, but usually pedophiles will want something that's at that age range. Because the little ones are just too little. And then the older ones, they, they just mature and they, they look like young adults. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy. But 11 and most of the kids that are getting trafficked are usually kids that are being ignored by their parents, bullied at school. These are the kids that are looking to feel loved or they're looking to feel some type of validation or they, they need to belong. So a lot of these kids end up in chat rooms with pedophiles who are then like hey let's get together i'll I'll show you out let me take you out for ice cream so you have a lot of that mm-hmm. a, a lot of runaways a lot of uh, you know migrant children that's a whole different story because these kids are being sold by their mm-hmm. parents into human trafficking yeah. and then of course you know you have the young girls that are probably like 11 all the way up to 16 that are being you know pimped out so yeah and a lot of these kids sometimes are just stolen from from the mall you know you're gonna think i'm crazy but my kids have trackers on them they have trackers on them and they're they're not like airpods or uh what is it the air tags or it's totally (laughs) other different technology Mm -hmm. so yeah are you able to reveal what that technology is so that we can take advantage of it i can't (laughs) 
Okay. I, I can't, but that's that's just because it's, you know, I've worked for the government for so long. Yeah, you've got you've got a unique situation going on there. I do have a unique situation, but you know, uh, things always happen. We just have to be very vigilant of our children and what they're seeing and what they're what they're really digesting in their minds. You know, nowadays, I don't know if you know, YouTube or YouTube kids is infiltrated with subconscious messaging. You know, there there was a point where people were talking about some of these cartoons or some of these um, videos that you can watch on YouTube that were masked to be in uh, YouTube kids that were making the cut. But if you fix if you fix the volume or something, you could hear, you know, kill yourself, kill someone else type subconscious. Right. Uh, yeah. Messaging. Suggestions. Yeah. Suggestions. So you just. You just have to be vigilant of your kids, who who's talking to them, who's bullying them. You know, nowadays you have to even question the teachers because then you end up finding teachers have been yeah. talking or saying or doing something to your kids. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a cool the world out there. One of the misconceptions that people have um, when they think about abusers and, and kids, they think of them as being male, but... The women are out there just as guilty as the the men in terms of being abusive to these children, you know, including sexual abuse and sexual exploitation. Right. And, you know, you know, this is all coming out in Hollywood, too, and everybody's waiting for this list. But I always say this, as long as there is addiction and vices, there's always going to be drugs, alcohol, sex, gambling illegal stuff going on it doesn't it doesn't matter whether it's kids it's it's always there and mm-hmm. i feel that covid really uncovered a lot of these addictions that people were having because yeah. when covid hit drug dealing and the crimes against children all this stuff just skyrocketed addiction went through the roof suicide mm-hmm. went through the roof because everything was being uncovered from being stuck at home and not yeah. having anything to do or not having those fixes. So, yeah. Yeah, that was kind of one of the things that I worried about when uh, COVID hit and, and everybody got sent inside. I thought to myself, wow, you got all of these kids that come from dysfunctional homes and women that are in abusive households that their only escape is to be outside of the home. And yet now everything has been magnified because not only are they in the home, but they're in the home all the The time. time. Yeah. So the stressors are are all increased. And I just worried about how those babies were, were going to fare. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's, it's a lot. And I think, you know, COVID, it was like divorces were at all time high. Everything oh, yeah. was through the roof. I, I know the cartel was happy because their, their their sales went through the roof and nobody was working. So it was like the borders were really open because everybody was right. at home. Right. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but my question was, how were they getting all of this stuff when they were supposed to be in the house? <laughs> how were they getting it? But that's a whole yeah. nother story. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I have I have some really good collaborations coming up in 2024 that I think are going to be very valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, I can I can say a little bit. Uh-huh. 
But uh, so one of the most biggest kingpin cartel members and I are going to be collaborating. And it's kind of crazy because I was married to one. Uh-huh. And but this is this this person was up there. I mean, he he was up there. He has his own story. So we're gonna be collaborating for 2024. So we're gonna be literally talking about it's like the agent and the cartel member and how our worlds collide. And uh-huh. he pretty much breaks down the entire cartel. And then I will break down the entire aspect of how we try to see at each other and the funny thing is is actually i actually have more in common with him than anybody else because i was i was on this side and on that side (laughs) right right yeah wow but going back to the safety thing the other thing that i hate that people do and they just don't see anything wrong with it is they leave everything in their car at plain sight view and it's like, th- that's like the easiest target. I mean, we're talking like here in Texas, there's guns and iPads and AirPods and I mean, all types of stuff. So. And then they're surprised when their car gets broken into. And then they're surprised when their car gets broken into. But it's crazy because now you, you're seeing cars getting broken into. I'm sure you see it in California too. Hurricane, I don't know where you're where you're at, but you know, now you're seeing cars getting broken into that are inside secure garage sales it's inside like the actual compound garage so it's like and then a lot of people start thinking there's a lot of inside jobs going on because you know the security there knows what you're driving they know the times that you leave and come home so it's so easy to have somebody be an insider you know you just turn off the cameras the cameras didn't catch anything so well, I mean, well, te- technically, a lot of the crimes are inside jobs in the first place. I mean, it's people that know you, right. your behavior, as you uh, said. Yeah, but- there always are. They know what you have. They know what time you leave. They know your your schedule. And yeah, it's crazy. Stop bringing all those people to your house. <laughs> well, well, actually, these guys don't even care about you know whether the car is in the driveway or not. I mean, I've I've you know I've well, had in in my neighborhood, you know, we've had car break-ins, and you know including my driveway they actually got into my cars but they they didn't i parked them differently the way i do it plus i they saw my press stuff and they kind of missed you know that you didn't want to deal with the nonsense but but besides that i mean i can tell you it's it's amazing but but they didn't care and even the footage like i have cameras and the camera you can't that was, see anything yeah, unless they, you have like you know state-of-the-art yeah no we saw we saw the vehicle but you couldn't zoom in it was too far that's to what I'm saying, the place yeah. Uh, you know, they, you know, we know the time, we know the type of vehicle. I mean, at least, you know, the shape of it, it was an SUV and things like that. And he hit multiple houses, you know, and, but they didn't steal any cars. They're just trying to see like what else, but, but the one thing you mentioned that is dangerous. A lot of cars have the buttons, you know, synced into the the garage and they can just press that button and, and the door opens. Now, obviously if it makes right, noise, right. It, it, yeah, it's very easy. They can get into the car. They can get into your garage. And that's the other thing. They may get in the garage, maybe not in the house, but if you have things in the garage, because a lot of us put stuff in the garage. In the garage, that's, right? That, that's easy to take, right? Right. And look, I'm I'm always gonna go for the dog. Like I know people don't like dogs, but dogs can hear what things that we can hear at different frequencies. And as long as that dog barks, it's gonna wake you up. So it, yes. again, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, they can they can just kill the dog. They can, but you'll hear you'll you'll hear that extra alarm. Because right. it really right. is a big deal. I'll give you guys a story. And this is a true story that's going into book two. My husband and I, 
my ex, we were living in a very affluent neighborhood here in Houston and we had crazy cameras. Okay. You could just imagine our house was like a fort. His car was outside and I, we lived in a cul-de-sac, but all cul-de-sac did not have a gate. And I had told the cul-de-sac we need a gate because the gate is going to, even if they disabled the gate, they still have to physically get out of the car to open the gate. This is why a lot of celebrity uh, neighborhoods have these crazy gates with, you know, the, the security. That's another line of defense. Another layer. Anyway, they weren't going for it. They're like, we're not spending this money to put up this gate. And I said, okay. So there was these kids. They weren't even professionals. They came, they came and they were hitting up the 80 houses. And a lot of my neighbors, because we were living in an affluent neighborhood, when you call the cops, the cops are there in like a second. They hit up all these cars and they took guns, they took iPads, they took everything. Well, they got to my house and I sleep very lightly because I just, I I don't, I'm not a deep sleeper because of all the trauma I've been to, unless I'm medicated and I'm totally out, Mm -hmm. I'm up. They started breaking into my husband's car and I'm literally like, get up, go, you know? So I get up, I get my gun, the dog's barking, the cameras are going off. I literally went out there and had the guy on the floor, like by the throat and the other two little guys ran. They were wearing sandals. I'm like, how do you come to steal? Anyway, they're trying to pull their pants up, you know, I'm going to call them check that boys. <laughs> right. So I had this kid and I say kids cause they were high school kids. Like mm-hmm. these kids literally were like, Hey, we got nothing to do. Let's go hit up this neighborhood. And, I'm sure everybody's car's open. I had this kid, I was straddling him and I had the gun to his head and mm-hmm. I literally had to snap out of it. And I had, before I ran out the door, I had hit my button for the police. When the police got there, I had blown my cover in the neighborhood of who I was because the neighbors came out and were like, what is she doing? And then <laughs> the cops, yeah, the cops were like, you are, are you law enforcement? And I was like, no, I'm a desperate housewife, you know, because that's what I was playing, you know? Yeah. And, um, and so anyway, the kids got caught and it made, it made the local news and they wanted to put, and I was like, no, 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 don't put me in the news. Just you take the credit. But I mean, it's stuff like that where, you know, sometimes I'll just, I'll just react and it's part of who I was and, and, right. and the trauma that I've been, you know, you just go into, it's almost like the people that come out of the military and they right. try to reintegrate back into, you know, the civil life. Um, but yeah, that's, I, really, I literally was like, that's a really good point that you bring up though, as, as these people are out there doing all of this stupid stuff, they have no idea who they may come up encounter. against. Yeah, you know, that desperate housewife, that little old granny, you don't know yeah. what her true background may be. So yeah. you know, anytime you step into someone's situation, you're putting yourself at risk. At risk. And you're for stupid sure. for doing it. You know? For sure. Did you guys see that case? This just happened three months ago. This Robert, this is in Texas. Everything happens here, guys. <laughs> Everything happens in Texas. Everything happens in Texas because everybody's carrying here. We all right. have the little grannies, they have guns. Everybody's packing. Right. This right. guy came into this restaurant and was robbing people. And there was an old man 
who took out his gun oh, I saw that. And, and shot him and killed him. Mm-hmm. Well, they did that. They, they did not prosecute him for murder because he was a good Samaritan and he was trying to keep everybody safe. And right. because the robber had a gun and he was pointing it at people's faces that whenever you have a gun and you're pointing it at people, it's when an intent to kill attempted murder. Mm-hmm. And so the guy did not get prosecuted. And he was like this old man. That mm-hmm. he just he literally just took out his gun and shot the guy. Yeah. So, yeah. You, yeah. you don't want to mess with people in Texas because uh, you know, <laughs> you know, some are carry like uh, you know open carry, some are you know uh, otherwise, but but it doesn't matter, you know. Um, well, you know, I mean, going back, yeah, going back to the story, there's some really interesting. You know, California is different. There's a really interesting laws in Texas that I had to make myself accustomed to when I moved down here because you know I'm from Chicago. One of them is. If you are on my property and I feel like you're threatening me, I can kill you. I can kill you as long as you're on my property line. So I, I could have killed that kid that I mm-hmm. had. I could have killed him because he was mm-hmm. breaking into my property. Mm-hmm. So, well, actually, sadly, true story. One of I mentioned my you know my best friend, but I mean his cousins. I mean his nephew was killed in Texas with the gunshot. Somebody shot him. Oh, was that the kid that that went into the wrong house? No, this was a about a couple a year plus more, more than a year ago. I I know there's a recent one that happened yeah. recently. No, but this this happened about <laughs> maybe two years ago or so. Same thing. I mean, the guy had an argument. Boom, he got shot. You know, boom, dead. That's it. You know, and then I don't know if there's anything because uh, even the family is not getting much from from the prosecution on on the other side. So I mean, mm-hmm. actually, if you ask me, I'm I'm actually in in the borderline with New York. So I'm in the Jersey side. And uh, the laws are a little tougher here, just as as much as maybe a little bit. You know, you can have your your pieces and stuff. You can't carry. I mean, you have to have special permits. Um, but but you know, I, I think there's 30 plus states that you know. I, I actually I do have my 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 uh, permits and stuff, and so I can carry in 30 states, but I can't you know do anything. And uh, you know, I took all the 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 licensing stuff that you can do for others. But yeah. in Jersey, you can only go to a range or whatever, but you or at home, but you can't do anything with it in your vehicle and things like that. So the rules are tight. But you're right, someone comes to your home, you know, no, you gotta and, and that that goes to that question of the Second Amendment. There's a lot of debate about, you know, whether you should, you shouldn't, does it make yeah. sense? Does it, like did you I feel mean, threatened? Of course yeah. you feel threatened. <laughs> Well, you you're right. I mean, if someone puts a gun at you, I mean, you know, I'm in the martial arts world, right? So, uh, one of the t- trainings that we do, I mean, specifically stuff that I, we do, there is close combat, you know, and therefore there is, you know, gun training and things like that. And one thing, I mean, I, I actually there is a footage of 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 my professor on YouTube in in one of the training camps, and you know, him and my direct son say they they had an actual skit. And you know, they used you know uh, one of those uh, training guns, gun, yeah. and, and he and he said, you know. Here's a gun. There's two things. If you know, if you move, I'm gonna shoot you, and 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 it simulates an actual shot, and you will see that it, you know it's it's split second, it's done. But he did say if the assailant is stupid enough to get close enough to touch you, then you you know you have every obligation to take it Access, down. Yeah, yeah. And 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 the technique was to show like how you can take the the gun away and disarm. But but the fact of the matter is, it is as serious as that. When and and when you go to you know gun safety, the first thing they tell you. You do not point at anything they don't intend to shoot. So if someone puts a gun in front of your face or or waves a gun, even by accident, that thing can actually you know make right. you know uh, damage. So it's not a fun thing. It is a very serious you know obviously piece of of, of uh, you know uh, 
I guess, hardware and it's dangerous. It's it's lethal, you know, in the wrong hands. And and even in <laughs> sometimes even the good hands can make a mm -hmm. mistake. So it's very mm -hmm. difficult. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And and the judgment, there's adrenaline, there's there's fear, there's all these things that can happen. And it can be very easily done in in, in a very just nonchalant way. And then somebody's right. life is taken or your life is taken. So it's it's very serious stuff. And and you know, again, but home defense is home defense, right? If someone comes to you. Uh, they're still debatable. I, I've actually asked this question many times. What if someone is in your house? I mean, that's why you know, I was told, like, you know, I have a camera so you can provide the documentation the person was in your house. And and so so that's the thing. If you really fear about it, have a camera inside. So when people walk, not outside, they got to be inside so they can see them physically in the, in the building. I mean, and that depends on counties and states and things like that. So you have a lot of these things that happen. Of course, people that don't believe in the Second Amendment, that's okay. You know, but but it's only real when it's real, when you're facing that that threat. You know, now here's two things. Yeah, and I tell you, know, you what, if they're in my house, you know, I don't care what the Second Amendment or the 50th Amendment says, <laughs> if they're in my house, I am going to take that as a threat. And I am going to, by whatever means necessary, try to neutralize them. I'm not playing. And, yeah. and, and, and that's exactly right. I mean, it's it's. You know, it's amazing that it could happen to anyone. You don't think that your neighborhood, good, affluent, not there are people that they're going to do stuff and they want. Yeah, to I mean, Cheryl, how many of the celebrities get their houses broken into? And, you know, those those crazy stalkers, that, how do they get in? <laughs> on, on a regular, on a regular. As a matter of fact, I was actually in um, the UK, vacationing in the UK, and um, I ended up... Uh, when I went to Ireland, I ended up chatting with one of the, the Queen's guard and we kind of had a laugh about it. But while I was in the UK and we were actually on the I, I never ride those little tour buses and I grew up in the UK, but I had my uh, my ex-fiance had never been to the UK. And so we took the little uh, tour the bus, little and bus we, yeah. we were going, you know, going by um, Buckingham Palace and, and, you know, all of all of that. And the Queen was there in residence and that was when the knucklehead broke into the queen's bedroom you know and um it was like really you know right <laughs> really i mean let's just let's just go further and look at this country you know i write about this in the book all these people that went and rushed the the congress and we we have the most strongest military in the world. We have, you know, nukes and all types of stuff that we have. And you have all these people just rushing into Congress and nobody can keep them back. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, and then you have weird things happen because um, actually I'm not going to say the state or, or anything, but um, I was living in another state and I had my own clinic. And the sheriff of that city uh, or that town, um, the sheriff and his wife were my patients. And there came a point in time when I was having trouble with my air conditioner. And I had just kind of offhandedly mentioned that I was having trouble with my air conditioner. Well, 
I was coming and going late at night often. And at that particular time, I had some things going in my life that uh, kind of put me into the public eye. And so I had measures in place where I had safety measures um, going on. And one of those safety measures was, you know, if for any reason I felt threatened, I could call on uh, the police department and I could get police escorts and stuff like that. And there came a point where I was frequently calling them because I, I have a semi-photographic memory. And so if anything is moved, even just a little bit, I know that something's different. And I kept seeing things moved when I would come home from work things would be moved, you know, it might be a screen that was just uh, slightly off or, you know, um, a, a piece of uh, a chotsky that was slightly moved. And so I would call the police and I would say, you know, this is some somebody's been here. And so they started to think that I was nuts, right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> one night, it's like two or three in the morning. And I go home. And I hadn't been there since early in the morning. So when I walk into the house, the first thing I realize is that there's a house, a, a light left on in the back of the house in my bathroom. Mm -hmm. And I thought, geez, I thought I turned the, the lights off. Um, and I had my, my littlest was disabled. I had him on my hip and my other kids were a little bit older, but you know, they're still young. And I go into the, uh, the bathroom and we had the situation where the shower had a light directly over the shower, and then there was a main light. And I never, ever, ever, ever turned the shower light on because there was no need. The main light was bright enough. I never yeah. needed to. So as I came back, the first thing that hit me was that the shower light was on. Uh -huh. And I'm like, okay, that's all wrong. Well, when I flicked on the main light, I could see that my towels had been used and there was water on the shower door. So this told me that someone had been in my bathroom, taken a shower and that they had done it recently enough for my towels to be wet and the shower door to have water. So now I'm freaking out, you know, and I'm backing up and I, and I told the kid, the other kids, cause you know, now I have no idea if there's someone in the house or whatever. I told the other kids to run for the tree line. We had acreage. I was like, run for the tree line and don't come out until mommy tells you to. And I'm on the the, the cell phone, which, you know, that was instilled the earlier days. So the cell phone was kind of sketchy and it only worked at certain places. And you know, I'm cell phone and I'm telling them, I think there might be somebody in my house. And I was like, and this is for real. You know, I explained the, you know, the water and everything. And I was like, I'm, I'm going to need some help. And so they said, help is on the way. And I heard sirens starting, which was really pretty phenomenal because I was way freaking out in the country. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I hear the sirens. And so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm heading to the front of the house and they're saying, well, you know, just stay on the phone and, and stay in the house. No, I'm not staying in the house. They could still be in the house. And they're like, well, stay on the phone. Well, you know, the minute I leave the house, the signal is going to be gone until I hit, you know, the, the front end of the house in the dark, not doing that. I'm going out to the, you know, the tree line with the kids are like, no, you know, stay there. We need you to stay, you know, in contact with us. And as I'm heading out, I hear that the sirens have all stopped. You know, it sounded like they got farther away and they all stopped. And I'm like, oh crap, 
they're not coming. So now I'm outside of the house and I hear, and it's like, oh my God, there's someone in the driveway with me. Now, fortunately for me and for them, I did not have a gun because, you know, I've got a, a, a small disabled child on my hip, kids in the tree line. I'm a mama bear. I'd have shot someone just based on those skittering rocks. And what it turns out had happened, they killed the sirens, killed the lights, and they were rolling the cars up into the driveway. And so, you know, they came in, SWAT was there, everybody came through and they went through that house with a fine tooth comb, only to find out that someone had literally been living off and on up in my attic. And the cue that told us eventually who it was, was that all of the electrical stuff for the broken air conditioner underneath had been repaired. And I had only told one person. So they were able to track it back to the sheriff. It was the sheriff. That's a great book. Whoa. <laughs> Damn. I that I, I would I didn't expect that. I mean, tracing yeah. back to someone. I mean, maybe a contractor, the no. sheriff. Yeah, because wow. they, they they all kept saying, Oh, you know, your your ex-husband, you know, what about your ex-husband? But it turned out that it was the sheriff. And I was I was just like, Oh my god, you can't be safe, you know, anywhere with anybody. You can't. <laughs> Money talks. Yeah, well, yeah. well, speaking of which, right, you, you mentioned something, Angelica, earlier about the, the safety and the things. I mean, right now, we, you have the lacing of, of money. You have those things about the cars where they throw in, you know, a business card, money or something on your windshield. And, right. you know, so there's a lot of these things going on right now. There's also uh, organ, you know, uh, uh, harvesting, you know, from people. And so there's there's beyond that. I mean, this, yeah. Yeah, there's there's crazy stuff that that's out there. And it's it's happening, you know. It's not, you know, we're talking about the states here, but it's happening all over the world. I mean, but, you it know, really the, is. these shows are, are worldwide, but you know, you, it's happening everywhere. It's happening in the states, even in the best, you know, locations that you think this is not potential. It's still right. happening. It, you know, you just gotta be aware. You gotta be vigilant. You gotta keep your eyes open, and don't give it. Don't you know? Keep lights on. Do the certain things. You know, always look out. You know, when you walk into your driveway, you never know someone is in the bushes. I mean, it's it's that bad. I mean, you know, it's sad, yeah. but it is real. The number yeah. one thing that I always tell people that they don't do, I hope both of you guys will start doing this now. The reason why I know this is because I was undercover and I used to chase people for a living and I used to follow people for a living. You can follow somebody for days and you will never notice because you never look behind you. You have to be aware of cars that are following you, people that are following you. You really have to be aware of your surroundings because everybody is out to do harm. And it's crazy because I used to do surveillance and, you know, we would always do two cars behind. We would always do two cars behind and they would never notice because people aren't looking at, in the back. They're, they're so preoccupied with the front, but now People are even more occupied oh. with social media that mm. I can chase you for days and you will not even know it. So not, we don't really need to because we could just hack into your phone and look at your location. 
But well, if we do needed it to get, you know, footage of you going in, in places and talking to people and taking pictures and video, people, won't, they don't notice because they're so caught up in their own world and their own mind that they, they don't look to see that there's cars following you. So, so, so is this the trick? You got to go around the block a couple of times, make a few turns to see if the vehicle is going to follow. Does that work still? It does work. It did but for me. Yeah, we yeah, definitely. Or change the trajectory of where you're going, you know, end up going to a public place. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because sometimes now it depends on who you're dealing with. If you're dealing with a seasoned professional, then you got to be a lot more you, you got to outsmart them. But if you're dealing with somebody that's dumb and then they're just doing, you know, dumb stuff, they're going to be very visible. But just things, you know, don't don't go out in the middle of the night. Don't go to the, you know, that we say people end up in the wrong side of town by themselves or it's, it's a common sense. A lot of people lack common sense now. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because our lives have been digitized that everything is already pre-made for us. Right. Or, you know, there's these old school street mart, street smarts that, you know, we were used to dealing with is, is crazy now. Mm -hmm. You know, we used to have those cars that weren't automatic and you had to pull the little thing down. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I mean, just little things like that. Breaking into cars right now is so easy. It's so easy to break into cars. And, you know, there's cars that are that are more susceptible than others. Like, of course, the chargers. Everybody's after the chargers because of, of the parts that the chargers have. And right. they'll strip your car and, leave, and, 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 you know, thank you for leaving it on some cinder blocks but your your car will be you know skeletonized <laughs> in, in in like a matter of minutes because people are just so good at what they're doing so and again yeah. does that whole digital thing lend more to having your car stolen because they can digitally get into your car yeah i mean you know now cars are especially now they're going into electric but i don't know if you guys saw what ford is going to be doing so ford is testing technology that if you don't pay for your car the car is going to be activated to drive on its own and and, and leave your property or leave <laughs> and drive back to the dealership oh <laughs> my god that, that's a good yeah, just so now guess, guess what? We don't need the repo truck because the car is oh, just going to hey, drive back or they're going to deactivate the cars where you can't drive them anymore. And then you don't have to put boots on them. So, right. I mean, this digital world is really taking over. And, and you know, there's there's bots now. The Elon Musk has these uh, robots and I think it hurts somebody, you know. And, and so we're definitely going into an era where tech is everything tech is everything you know you can get into your bank account you can get into your you know all types of stuff you know medical records you can get into medical records of all you know logins and stuff like that so it's actually kind of scary because i mean you know we've seen we've all seen the movies and now we're watching it become reality right in front of us and uh, we've also all seen that some of those outcomes were not so good. And it's like, you know what? I can see those outcomes being real too. And so it's it's kind of frightening. Yeah. You know, we still, uh, in the government, we still have actual records, like paper records. But, you know, a lot of doctor's offices don't have records anymore. There, there right. There's 
the need to actually have physical records is, is now dying and everything is digitized now. So it's like records are online, which opens them up to being able to be hacked and taken. So exactly. Yeah. We just have to be vigilant, you know, and as we could have, you know, like crypto. So, you know, you can get, you can get hacked into your crypto accounts and not, and, and, and be completely liquidated. And if you don't know about the blockchain, the blockchain is very Insane. difficult very difficult to to follow that's another way that you know identities. assets can be taken identities can be taken so it's a lot it's a I lot we're gonna overwhelm our viewers. <laughs> they're gonna go live in a hole in the wall and then also like bunkers right a lot of people are building bunkers and right. all that all that good stuff so or what are they what, called what, what, what do you think of that new movie uh <laughs> the the one with the uh... Julia Roberts, leaving the 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 world behind or something like that, uh, just mm -hmm. came out. Have you seen it? I have seen it, and that's I, and I that's scary it stuff. It's crazy. It's 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 a crazy. It's a crazy. Thought. Okay, give wait wait wait. Give us a rundown because I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, so there's this new movie that that um, it's basically there's there's something that's happening and we there's an invasion and. You know, uh, people knew about it, and you know the people that were prepared. They already they had their stock of food. They had the bunkers. They have doomsday bunkers ready. You know for everything, mm -hmm. and uh, the the other ones will be just you know pretty much fighting for each other. There's uh you know so the movie is really it's happening like th these days, and I mean it's when you watch it. I mean there's a lot of real stuff in that movie that it that you see it's happening. There's almost like you know hence hey it's like uh, Red Dawn you know. Uh, re reincarnated in, in a much robust version of today. And it actually, it's funny talking about it. Elon Musk it had the Teslas, you know, self-driving cars crashing on each other and, and just doing stuff. It was it was really uh, kind of creepy movie, but it's it's really, you watch it, you can understand that it's it's a scenario that can be happening today or it is already happening. I mean, it, yeah. I'm not a, a theorist, but it's kind of like really, uh, it's 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 a potential scenario that. And by the way, there's not a movie that I've seen before in history that didn't have some reality to it, and or right. events that that occurred beyond that event. So it's almost like you know predictions. You know, hey, this is gonna happen. Get prepared. Get right. ready. Don't say we didn't right. warn you. <laughs> right. And there's a new one that that's coming out now, Civil War or something. Yeah, there's a lot. Uh, yeah, there's definitely a lot of theories out there, and, and I'm sure you guys saw the whole alien thing in Miami. Yeah, and the portal, right? And it, it's look. I have a whole, I have a whole uh, chapter in my book about aliens. I do believe in aliens. Obviously, I have a little bit more insight on why I do that. I do talk about about it in the book. Mm -hmm. um, uh -oh. But area yeah. fifty-one, <laughs> yes. Roswell, Roswell, baby. <laughs> yes, and you know there. But I thought it was interesting because people brought up, you know, every time, you know, how many cop cars were out there and, you know, all that, which is, which is legit. It's, it's legitimate context as to why there were so many calls car. And then, of course, we have these amazing phones with all this technology and we get these, this blurb. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I think everybody has their own little opinions on that. But, you know, just, just to, to talk about actual, information that was out there and it's public knowledge because I didn't write anything in the book that was not public knowledge that was outside of my life. Uh, you know, the Pentagon had announced that they had spent over $5 billion on UFO 
training or UFO experimentation. So it's like Mm -hmm. if the Pentagon is telling you that they spent tax dollars on UFO research, why would they be, if, if there's no, if there's nothing out there, why are we spending this money? What is it that we're doing with it? Right. So, yeah. Right. The questions you're not supposed to ask. Listen, I, I choose to believe that when we hear things there, like, you know, as I say, there's the smoke, there's fire, right? It, you got, you got to believe that there is stuff going on and, and, and it's as real as it comes. I mean, it's, you know, uh, it's sad, but it's 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 sometimes in your face. I mean, you can't even make this right. up. It's really right there. I mean, we had the pandemic, right? And I'm not saying that the pandemic had, you know, any sort. We're not going into that route of you know theories here, <laughs> but 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 it's not something we didn't expect. I mean, we've seen outbreak movie. We've seen a few contaminations. We've seen exactly. a few other movies in history that that exactly. depicted exactly that scenario. Dream. Yeah, we've seen all those. You know, we we I. I've, I think, uh, Doctor, you know this. I, I was an extra in the movie The Siege with Denzel Washington and Bruce Willis, which was right. almost the event of 9-11, and it was a few right. years be- be- right. before that. You know, and, and it was almost the same, exactly. The scenarios that were there were already... Right. You add that with the executive decision, the movie that was, you know, done also. You have yeah. you have 9-11 exactly what happened. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if someone just watches movies and acting on them, you know, but the fact is it is, you, you see things, you, you got to start wondering. You got the Simpsons with their predictions, forget about it. I mean, you, you know, as much as we can say it's not real, it's, it's just fake stuff. It's just to play our minds. But here's the thing, folks, if you see it, you got to at least investigate it. That's all I can say, you know, see it for yourself, figure out for your own, you know, what that means to you, but right. don't just take it for granted. Right. Absolutely. What do you think, Doc? <laughs> I, 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 I'm totally in agreement with you. I'm totally in agreement with you. And, uh, you know, some people call me, um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, a theorist, you know? Okay, okay. <laughs> and uh, call me what you want. But, you know, I just, I look at things critically at a time when I think that most people don't, you know, um, and conspiracy theory or, or, or not a lot of the quote conspiracies are proving not to be conspiracies at all. Yeah. And, you know, I think, I think what we see coming out speaks for itself. So don't be gullible, you know, be vigilant. And if you see it, then until proven otherwise, it's, it exists. And, you know, at least investigate it to the point where you are comfortable in your knowledge base and where it's congruent with your beliefs. So anybody can tell you anything. And I mean, that's I think that's going to become really important because we're seeing all sorts of things on the Internet right now. And, you know, just because you see it come across your screen doesn't mean it's so investigate it and make sure that before you throw it back out there that, you know, it's real because so much of what's coming across the screens now is not real. And so much of what is coming is going to become more and more confusing. It's going to become harder and harder and harder to decipher 
you know, what's live and what's memorized. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, that was, that was why we had the actors and the writers strike, mm -hmm. you know, because AI is now can, we don't even need actors anymore. So exactly. exactly. came across hey. my internet to, today and um, it, for me, and part of the reason for me is because I've been looking at AI very closely lately, but it was very clear to me that this was AI and that the, you know, what was being promoted, there was an agenda and this, uh, it was a celebrity and it's like, that's not real. That's AI. But a lot of people jumped on and commented on it as if this celebrity had really spoken these words because they believed that it was the celebrity I that was that, doing it. And yeah. it was, it was definitely um, AI, you know, you could, they, they still haven't got the cadences perfect on the AI. There's still that slightly robotic. mechanical sound, yeah. the robotic sound to it. <laughs> so it, it wasn't just quite right, but a lot of people got fooled. You know, doctor, you, you didn't like my 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 reel with that creepy dude, right? No, I didn't like <laughs> Mr. Creepy. Like yeah, yeah that, that was me testing with the AI stuff. And actually, I, I put the, as a script and I throw it in there and dumped it in the AI. And uh, yeah. it was very creepy, like, you know. It was very yeah. creepy, yeah. yeah. A lot of people are starting to use it because now you don't actually, actually have to do any videos. You just put right. a script in and upload, you know, a video of you and it'll just, spit out a, a, a liking of you you know right. it's like those those holograms remember they they did those holograms on uh tupac at coachella yes right and and you know it was cool you're like oh my god look at this thing it could touch it but yeah, there's there's a michael jackson concert that was done through you know with a with, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah hologram you know you know what they say right like the old morpheus will say matrix is real <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you, you know that that's actually i mean it's one of my favorite movies but you know it does touch on on a lot of stuff that we have today and you're right there will be a point where where's reality where's not you know and and that could be very confusing for some people maybe yeah. all of us because like you said you can have a full literally deep fake with the voice and everything now that you can't even tell the difference and it's been i mean they've they've tested these things and yeah. now remember you're looking at normal people doing stuff but the ex the experts they can do more than what we actually do on tiktoks and, oh, yeah. and, and the answer yeah you you wouldn't even tell you know the difference if it was you know done by real professional businesses and, and yeah you yeah know. and and i mean the 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 thing is it's it's here it's here you're going nowhere <laughs> yeah you know there there's a lot that's going on and, and you know you guys know this because i live in texas there's a lot of tech companies that are moving to to texas from yes. California, obviously the rent is cheaper here, and uh, there's just incredible technology here in Houston. There was a big conference where they were talking about that they're trying to wipe out you actually driving a car, and that there yeah. there will be uh, cars that are you know self driven cars that will come pick you up, drop you off, and then will go inside of it. Uh, of a complex like a like a garage mm -hmm. and so they won't you won't actually own any cars anymore and and mm -hmm. it's gonna be like the jetsons where it's like they come and they get you you know like ubers won't have to have actual physical people in them anymore and i know they, have them. Yeah. they have them they yeah, already them. That. they're already out there 
I know in California, you guys have those little robots that bring you the food because I would see them yeah. on the <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Well, you, you know, you, this is this is amazing because even on a security measure, right? So I, I, I was in Dubai about a couple of months ago. And I can tell you, we actually went to the, the country, literally. We didn't talk to anyone. We walked in, put a passport, got scanned and walked right in. I mean, there was no nobody to test you. Yeah, to that's check how you, to it was in, in that was a, that's how it was in Paris. When I went to Paris, there there was no uh, what is it a homeland security person? No, it was just a computer, and some of them worked and some of them didn't. And I'm like, well, I worked by. <laughs> but, but, but actually, now they just they just uh, in Abu Dhabi the, the 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 other side they actually now going to have a full automated you know airport access. You walk in, you don't even need a passport. You just walk right through. You pre-vetted, you scanned, you match some biometrics somewhere, and you're either clear or not clear. That's it. <laughs> you wow. know, I mean, and just that's exactly where it's going. I mean, and there will be less use of humans as workers and laborers and all these things because everything's going to be done in you know from a back room by some computer cybernet. You know, like you know, Sky, Skynet. Skynet is, is yeah. on the horizon. <laughs> Right, uh, the the Jetsons. <laughs> the, the, oh yeah, well think about it. The Jetsons was something we've watched when we were kids. Uh, you know, at least you know, mm -hmm. you know, and 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 you know, it was like spacious stuff. Star Trek, you know, Star Wars, things that you like. You know, holograms were in Star Wars like in the seventies. Now right. they're real. I mean, you can literally see them. I mean, actually, there is a technology. There's new company that you get this this hologram box, and you know, the person basically just projects in front of you as mm -hmm. a full size human that is you interacting with. With the meta world, for example, now you can literally I can this yeah. zoom or this 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 show, we could have been in a studio right now together while we're doing this way. And that's actually gonna be the next phase where we're right. sitting in front of each other on a nice comfort, you know, and we all look like we're in the same room, but we're actually different, you know, <laughs> places in the world. The future of yeah. podcasts. Yeah, the future yeah. podcast. They, they you actually know? they actually can do that already because um the they interview do, yeah. I don't remember. I want to say it was between Oprah and Obama. It was Obama and somebody, and they were not in the same room together. But but on the video, they had them. Yeah, yeah. Actually, actually, on in in the two thousand eight election, they had holograms in CNN where they actually. I do remember when they were doing the whole. They were doing the speeches. The, the, they yeah, them, yeah, they had all these the 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 what do you call them the 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 electoral you know votes and stuff and the numbers. And they had these these guests that came in on hologram, you know, into the studio, and it looked real. I mean, it was like we know that it was holograms, but I mean, this and this is like 2008. I mean, just yeah. imagine what it's going to be in the next decade. I mean, it's amazing stuff. Mm -hmm. And and that also touches on our safety because then you don't know who is what where. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'll tell you this, and then you can do the math, right? So when I was doing undercover work, this is so long ago. So the technology, just you could just imagine what it's like now. But we had these little stickers that we can put outside of your house. And then we would have these lasers that would activate the little sticker and then uh -huh. we can hear inside your house. So this, oh, I mean, wow. This was, oh, this was like 06. So, I mean, well, you, you can know, now. You know, you remind me, if you watch the Siege, the movie, uh, the Tony Shalhoub, the, the the FBI guy with Denzel, you know, when they went to this, you know, van, surveillance van, and and they had the um, 
the guys with like uh the, I think it was the government guys, Bruce Willis's crew. The they had the the microwave, you know, uh version of the technology where they can actually not only hear and they can see everything and you know the uh -huh. heat signals. It's like, oh my God, microwave, they got microwave. I, I that scene was so hilarious. It wasn't funny. I mean you you'll get the joke as a surveillance you know, person. Right, you would know what right. that was like a cool thing. But imagine that's that's like then that's a nineties. Uh but I mean yeah. this stuff is like you know you can't make it up anymore. Technologies are just like exceedingly you know uh fast in in the in the making here so oh. absolutely absolutely well angelica do you have one last bit of advice for those of us that are trying to to stay <laughs> safe in a very complex world yeah i would say just be very vigilant of how when you post the things that you post the things that you say because they can't once it's out there in the world, you can't be taken, they can't be taken back. So it's almost like the digital blueprint. So you, you just have to be very vigilant, you know, and, and go back to when we didn't have technology and you just have to be aware of who's following you physically, digitally, and just be aware, be aware of your surroundings, uh, make sure your house is safe. If you can get an alarm system, great. If you have a dog, great. But and even a little dog counts. Even, even a little little, little yappy dog. You have two of them. <laughs> yes, I have. I have two of them. And as someone who works in the ER, we get more people coming into the ER, the postman particularly, but we get more people coming into the ER for little dog bites than for the big ones. Yeah, and it and it just poses a distraction for somebody that's. That, you know, something else I got to deal with coming into your mm -hmm. house. Mm -hmm. But yeah, just really is a posting. I think we live in an era where we're just obsessed with showing off our lifestyles, showing off everything we're doing down to where we're eating, what we're eating at the restaurant. Mm -hmm. And it's encouraged. It's encouraged because everything is marketing. Mm -hmm. So so just be very, being very aware of your digital safety, you know, not giving away too much information, where you're at, what you're doing, who you're hanging around with, where your kids go to school, things like that, or or giving an insight to your routine. Switch it mm -hmm. up mm -hmm. because it's very easy to follow people. It's very easy to figure out where they're at nowadays. So, yeah, just be very vigilant. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Those were such great tips and, I mean, just such interesting insights. So thanks for being here with us. And you have been watching Chatters That Matter. I'm your show host, Dr. Cheryl Bryant-Bruce, MD, the celebrity doc, here with my co-host, Hisham Elamati, Hurricane H. And we have been here with the beautiful Angelica Robles, an investigator, who has been sharing with us some tips on how to be safe in a very complex world. We thank you, Angelica, for joining us. Thank you for having me. And we thank you, the audience, for being with us. Again, this show is here to educate, inform, and entertain you. We've been listening to Chatters That Matter. We want you to go out there. We want you to give us those likes, give us the shares, tell your friends, leave a comment. Jessica, if anybody wants to ask you any questions, get some tips, get you onto a show, uh, how do we reach out to you? Yeah, so very simple at, at Angelica, at, at the Angelica Robles is my Instagram. 
I'm all social medias is the same thing. And then I have a website. It's www.angelicarobles.official. So yeah, I'm pretty easily, you can find me pretty easily. And we will put all of that up on the website and um, go and tag Angelica, you know, like her, follow her and support her. Thanks again. And we look forward to seeing you. We're here Mondays and Wednesday nights on pretty much every platform you can cover, whether it's a visual platform or an auditory platform. We are everywhere and we enjoy sharing the experience with you. So give us some feedback. Give us a shout out. Chatters That Matters, Hurricane H, and The Celebrity Doc. Remember, health is wealth. You are your greatest asset. Always invest in yourself. So thank you so much for having me on Chatters That Matter. I'm so privileged and honored to be a part of this show. And please watch them on all platforms. And thank you again. Thank you.